we're here. <laughs> we made it. Yay. <laughs> this is the on pod summer solstice roundup. <laughs> the first of its kind. Um, and I'm here with my Sugimoto and Zach slash Zachary Good. Um, both read players, by the way. Yeah. I didn't even realize that the original group I got together was the original gang was like all types of read players. Very exciting. Primarily. Yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought cool. that's why you chose us. Yeah. I think it, it was sort of by accident. I was choosing more like people who like improvise and are like very creative. And, and then I realized you were all read players. And I was like, oh, <laughs> obviously I'm just partial to read players. <laughs> um, Single read players at that. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> very specific. Yes. Too. That's very true. It's very true. Well, is anybody partial to double read players? Really? I'm just kidding. I, I'm sorry. I love the bassoon. Yeah. Actually, bassoon is pretty great. And you the contra bassoon? bassoon. No, but it's a dream of mine to perform a solo contra bass, uh, no contra bassoon uh, recital. Oh God! Oh, wow. You know the thing is, okay, the first guy I ever dated when I was like eighteen, nineteen years old, he was a bassoon player, and. He, at one point, he was, like, a couple years older, and at the school I started at, you had to do, like, a junior recital. And so he was planning his junior recital, and he's like, I'm going to play the, like, Bach G major prelude on, I think it was the G major prelude, uh, on Contra Bassoon. And I'm, like, I was in, you know, not really realizing the implications of it in my head. I was like, yeah, that's awesome that's super metal like (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) and then i heard it and i was like oh god um so it wasn't my cup of tea Mm. but i think it probably could be done i don't i Mm. i i mean i support your endeavor to do a whole solo recital oh it would be weird it it wouldn't be (laughs) would it be improvised it would be improvised well and and i think if you lean into the fact that it's like a very unusual instrument (laughs) Yeah. I think it's fine. But also I would promote it as like a contrabassoon recital featuring contrabassoonist Zachary Good. But like no one knows that I don't play the contrabassoon. <laughs> oh man. So it's a little bit performance art. Oh, it's very much so. And then I would have a music stand, there'd be paper, I'd be yeah. Oh man. <laughs> That's I would amazing. Totally go to that I would also go to that. I'm you're winning me over. Yeah. Very quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should do a whole program like mm-hmm. that where like Yes. We play like I'll play uh bass sax. Yes. <laughs> I've never even touched bass sax. Yeah. Oh man. But I'll play Or like bass you should play like bass oboe. <laughs> bass oboe, yeah. There's a wait, okay. is there a bass oboe? Is, I yeah. didn't even know that existed. What is yeah. what does it sound like? <laughs> It, it Does it sound like, like anything good? Like um, like uh, ing- like English <laughs> horn? Yeah, it, it's. <laughs> Isn't that what that is? No. Yeah, no. It's it's like a, it kind of looks like an English horn. Probably bigger and way, fatter. Way bigger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I can't describe the sound, but kind of like a foghorn. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Oh my god! (laughs) I feel like you would have to play a recital for bass oboe at the top of a lighthouse. Like that's the only recital venue for that Mm -hmm. instrument. 
just at the top of a lighthouse and then everyone is below you just cheering you on. I think that's how that would have to yeah. go. Yes. And then there would have to be a bit of like a sea mist coming in. Yeah. You know, there would have I to be certain it. weather conditions. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're this. coming up with a really special concert experience. Yeah. Right we can sound like ships coming in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. All right. So. It don't sound shippy. <laughs> our coffee's kicking in um <laughs> um so i want to ask you guys about um first of all before we get to the as i put it the games and hypotheticals section of this interview um what are I just want to know a little bit about like any projects you guys have been working on in your own lives and like or any upcoming pro- like projects you've done recently or or anything that's upcoming that you're excited about and you want people to know about. I guess I'll go first because <laughs> um, Zach is pointing at me. <laughs> um, I currently I'm working on um, a few different things. Oh, first of all, I just got. Um, not nominated, chosen to play at the um, the 41st Jazz Fest oh! on the Thursday, the opening day. Oh, my God. Under look at you. My name, so Yay. Oh. My Sugimoto Quartet. Dude, that's awesome. Yes. Congrats. Thank you. Congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Everybody go see bye. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come. Um, so I'm... Um, in addition to what I did last year for the for my first album mm-hmm. with the quartet, um, I'll, I've been kind of cooking up some ideas to maybe present some new material mm-hmm. for that. Um, and then I have a uh, recording, a live recording session in July at Dorian's um, cool. in uh, Wicker Park. Awesome. Have you been there? I have not Dorian's. been there, actually. It's, it's like a small record shop that oh, wow. goes into um, a bar. And they mm. have a stage and everything. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So... Um, it's a series uh, curated by um, Trey Elder. Okay. Um, and uh, he, he's been doing the series at uh, Jerry's Sandwich. Um, mm-hmm. And so this is like his um, record label um, called Royal Hands. Awesome. And then they're doing some series of live um, recording. And it's going to all be compiled into like LPs. So oh, awesome. It'll be, it's Holy pretty exciting. Shit. So I'm doing a trio set um, in mid-July for that. Sweet. Yes. Sweet. Uh, and I think it'll be all improvised. Uh, but it'll be like kind of psychedelic. Whoa. You know, it'll be a journey. Yeah. <laughs> so it should be fun with um, Sam Moshing, um, a guitar player, Swiss guitar player, and uh, Isaiah Spencer. On Sweet. Drums. So it'll be great. super psyched. Mine, do you that. have your do you have your website up yet? No, I don't. Mine, I'm gonna slap you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. That I would never been slap my you. Summer project. <laughs> I apologize. Nobody can find me. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. I'll just I have to do I'll this. just share your Facebook post. <laughs> but that means you have to post about things that yes. you're doing. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> please do that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm those sorry. Go ahead. I interrupted you. No, no. Those are the couple things um, happening in my life now. Awesome. And um, also, my other band, Hanami, um, is going to start um, composing, and we're going to do a few 
gigs this summer to sort of Do get material on for new. July 17th or did I make that up? July. Yes. Okay. That was just off the top yes. of my head. Good I was memory. like, I think wow. it's July 17th. Yeah, I think it's July 17th. Yeah. I don't know. Look it up, guys. Or Hanami. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do some new stuff then. Sweet. Um, at the Hungry Brain, I want to say. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think you're right. Yeah. You remembered it better than I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> there are random weird things that stick in my brain, and it just makes me seem creepy. Um, but that's fine. I've embraced it. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Uh, Zach, what do you have going on? Um, well, I just finished up a couple of big projects um, that I can talk about briefly. Uh uh, two of them being album releases. Uh, the first with my trio called Zurl, spelled Z-R-L. Um, and that's Ryan Packard playing electronics and percussion. And Leah Cole doing cello and voice and myself. Uh, and we just released a record through Homeroom, which is this nonprofit organization in Chicago that supports uh, the development of new work by Chicago musicians. And mm. so uh, while Zurl mostly does improvised music, we're all uh, trained classical musicians. And uh, so with this project, we actually commissioned four new works by four composers. Mm. Um, and we worked with them over the course of a year developing the works. Um, it was actually mostly uh, collaboratively composing with these artists and Sweet. we recorded it and had an album release on June 1st. Um, and those artists that we got to work with were like some of my favorite Chicago musicians mm-hmm. right now. Um, and that is Ayana Woods. Sam Scranton, Ben Lamar Gay, and uh, the Indo- indie rock duo Ohm, which is oh, comprised sweet. of Macy Stewart and Seema Cunningham. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had the amazing opportunity of working with all of them, mm-hmm. developing new works for us. Um, and it was also a chance for them to play with us as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we had the release on June 1st. And instead of just playing the new, the new pieces, mm-hmm. we sort of improvise new tunes, oh. sort of inspired by those compositions. Wow! Um, and it was a success, I would say. Yeah. It was an interesting process to like develop new work, um, record it, mm-hmm. perform it, and then sort of like kind Even of forget about it and yeah. make something new. So that was that's really a cool. wonderful experience. Um, and then another group that I work with, it's called Mock Rep, and it's a performance collective comprised of 11 performers, um, and we sort of do it all <laughs> um, as a performance group. Um, we're all trained musicians, but we don't really explore music as like a singular thing. Um, however, that being said, we recorded our first album um, over this past year, and that was released on June third. So I had a busy weekend. The yeah, beginning, <laughs> no kidding. Beginning of the month. I somehow I totally missed the fact that those two 
those two releases were so close together. Yeah. <laughs> it was very, it was very busy. Yeah. Um, and so on June 3rd, we performed the entire album at the sleeping, at Sleeping Village. Not, I was at the before thing, <laughs> it's just Sleeping Village. It makes you sound older and wiser. <laughs> <laughs> the Sleeping Village. No. It's like the Google. <laughs> the Google. Oh, geez. I'm just kidding. You're very young and hip. Um, <laughs> I feel I feel old sometimes. Aww, <laughs> <laughs> buddy. <laughs> uh, so this this album was cool because all the songs were made collaboratively between the eleven members, and we didn't set out to make a specific kind of album or within like a specific kind of category or genre uh, and as a result we have this very eclectic album multivalent multifaceted thing that explores a bunch of different genres including like pop and country yeah there's some like straight up like pop on there like uh, <laughs> disco some of it really took me by surprise yeah <laughs> it surprised us too yeah you're like what what is this came from us yeah <laughs> yeah so those yeah those two things just happen nice um and the summer is actually very chill for me um so i'm gonna use that use the summer to sort nice. of get away from the city i'm gonna go on a little road trip <gasps> um, and yeah do a bunch of like where are you going? Stuff. I'm going out west. I don't Sweet. really know exactly where yet. Okay. Gonna let All the right. road take me. Sounds good. Cool. All right. We're going to get to the games and hypotheticals portion <laughs> of the day. Oh, boy. Um, okay, guys. Are you ready? Yeah. And also, like, this is, low, <laughs> this is low pressure, guys. It's meant to be fun. And just, like, we're just having a good time. Um... <laughs> Okay, so, you know, you're both, like, very creative, improvisatory people. So, my question is, if there was any narrative you could turn into, or that you could use as, like, inspiration for a composition or, like, an improvisation, what would it be? And a narrative can include, like, a book, a movie, a podcast, a, t a TV show, a comic book, a poem... Um, not all poems are super narrative, but, um, yeah. Hmm. Do you, do I actually you have an, an idea. You have an idea? I've had this idea for, for a while. Excellent. <laughs> and it's a little bit personal and embarrassing. Oh, but okay. Better, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's fine with me. Are you okay with sharing? <laughs> I don't want to like pressure you. <laughs> so I, um, I've been thinking about compiling my experience like dating experiences you're brave <laughs> composing um <laughs> composing kind of based on like different people different people Whoa. people that really stand out all right um, from okay the crowd, and like writing kind of like with with their with whatever the concept is for each person yeah whatever their flaws <laughs> or <laughs> That's Weird. amazing. Their you know. their quirks, their quirks, idiosyncrasies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. But maybe like not even reveal that. Right. 
Right. That's just, like, that's nobody, the inspiration for you. Nobody exactly, needs to know exactly, it. And that's yeah. like, well, now everybody's going to know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, and it's my idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. That's, that's also very bold and I respect it. I respect well. that boldness. <laughs> and I do have, have compiled a nice list of, okay. and I take notes on, uh, Whoa. Right? So wow. <laughs> sort of, it's just like for my personal record. But I've been thinking that it would be interesting to write music huh. yeah. based on my experiences. Is this kind of like a thank you next kind <laughs> of thing? It sounds not far off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think you're in the neighborhood. Uh. <laughs> Big fan of Ariana Grande. That song, that's a great She's song. She's great. I love her. <laughs> I support her uh, yeah. <laughs> because she supports me. She doesn't know it, but she does. Do you think uh, these people that you dated would be able to recognize your songs? Oh, hell no. <laughs> oh. It would be like too, too abstract or, or is it, it because would, it they would don't be very abstract? Oh, okay. I was wondering if it's, if it's, if it's because of like how you would present it or if it's because they don't recognize their own shortcomings. Um, I feel like either is very possible. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like some of them might not even be flaws. It's just like things that I've noticed. It's not necessarily bad Mm. or good. It's just like who they are. Exactly. Right. But I actually wrote a song for my quartet. Actually, it's on the album. Oh my God. I have to go back and listen. I wrote a couple songs kind of that come stem from Mm -hmm. my past dating okay so yes wow. like manic pixie was one. <laughs> yes yeah <laughs> perfect yeah that's wow. like you know yeah dating an artist and I'm, i i was thinking about wait so who is the um what do you call like the muse when, the muse yeah, yeah. Mm. thank you for reading my mind <laughs> like which i knew where you were going muse, with that you know when <laughs> both are artists right <laughs> and then who's who's muse? Right. Are we both muses? Whose existence Muso? is relative to the other one? Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> an in-depth study by my Sugimoto. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so sorry. So that's my my long. I like it. I think you should follow through. I think you should do it. <laughs> okay. That's really cool. I I find that writing songs about like relationships. Mm-hmm can be extremely cathartic mm-hmm. and I recently did that on the the Mockref album oh. one of the songs was about this person that I dated and uh, sort of like I had a lot of these walls up because I'm very shy when mm-hmm. it comes to dating and so that's what the song was about and mm-hmm. how it wasn't really resolved in the end because of my shyness no that's for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is it for this podcast, though, Zach? <laughs> We're here for you. <laughs> wow. Wait, is this the the way you comb your hair the way song? You comb your hair. I love that song so much. Oh. I loved it a lot. I really enjoyed it. It made me feel things. If oh. I'm being honest. We, sorry, we talk about feelings in this podcast. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm, I'm down. I'm down to talk about feelings. Yeah. It made me feel things. I'm, I'm not glad gonna lie. you like that song. I liked it a lot. Uh, also, I've never heard like uh, an extended jazz solo or like sax solo on bass clarinet. So, uh, oh yeah, <laughs> and then clarinet. Yeah, it was kind of funny. Like my bass clarinet 
So I was I had like a Chet Baker moment where mm-hmm. I like played the tune on bass clarinet and then I was gonna sing the mm-hmm. song and then I was gonna return to the bass clarinet Whoa. on like an embellished melody of the me- of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I returned to the bass clarinet after singing, it wouldn't work. Like I wasn't able to get it a was, sound. It out was it was angry. <laughs> it was very interesting, <laughs> and so I had to like put it down and I picked up my soprano clarinet and I finished it. On and that. it was great. It was, wow. it was fine. Yeah, it was very. Yeah. yeah. But the moment was it. saved. I sang. Yeah. Wow. It was very. It was great. That's. Brave. It was. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. Cool. Was that the first time you sang on your or, or do you sing? Oh, I. Regularly. I sing a lot. Um, <laughs> I'm not a good singer, uh, but I kind of lean into that. I lean into that a little bit. Um, my voice. I don't think you're. Back, a, you're not a bad singer. I certainly wouldn't say you're a bad singer. I don't. It, I'm not a good singer. I. I don't even know like, if I'd say like that. Hendrix like. Kind of like, or like Dylan. No, not bad even that. Singer, quote I'm just like, my voice is like kind of shaky and frail i would i would (laughs) (laughs) i would say you are not a polished singer but i think there's also an appeal in that yeah yeah i sort of leaned into like my fred rogers voice (laughs) who is my greatest inspiration he should be everyone's inspiration to be fair (laughs) i leaned into that sometimes it it was like kind of Kermit the Froggy, but oh, I I don't know. It did not strike <laughs> me that way. But Zach, what yeah. do you have uh, any inclination for to be inspired by a narrative? Oh, yes. Um, I um, I've really gotten into Foley lately. Foley art. Oh. Um, which is like. Oh, God, I don't know how to describe this. It's like the added sound for movies. Oh. Um, of just like sort of ambient or environmental sound. So like someone work, uh, someone uh, walking in gravel or the sound of water or mm-hmm. the sound of someone opening up a door. Yeah. Um, That's in the background. Yeah. But it's like always present in like a very essential part of you know, most films. Right. Yeah. Um, I really enjoy listening to that Mm -hmm. um and so i can sort of see this like so there's that i'm really into foley right now i'm also into cooking all right and uh i don't follow recipes usually (laughs) i like you're brave look at them i read them but then i leave them behind and sort of do my own thing but i think it'd be cool to like take a recipe and use that as a score of some sort oh my god um and like have a, like a very professionally done video of me like making a dish but then sort of on top of it all there's like this foley soundtrack <laughs> that is like either directly related or not who knows oh my god oh, man. you should do a series of these videos okay <laughs> Sorry, that was not like an order. It was just a. It was just a suggestion. <laughs> That's amazing. That sounds great. I'm down. I would. I would watch that slash listen to it. Wait, watch so and listen. Would, it, would there be music that you composed with the foley sound, or just 
is the foley I don't know. I, I think the foley would be first and foremost. Oh. Um, All right. But I'm not opposed to there being other kinds of music. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. I would watch that. We're getting weird. I like it. <laughs> I'm into it. Well, I actually made a I made a film uh, several months ago. Mockrip had a film festival mm-hmm. at the Nightingale, and uh, it consisted of a bunch of films made by people in Mockrip, but also some people in the community mm-hmm. making interesting video. Um, and so I made a film that was kind of abstract. And at the center of this film is this mug that I have that has Mozart (laughs) on the side. Um, And on the other side says, have you had coffee with Mozart? Or it's like, (laughs) what is it? Have you had your coffee with Mozart yet? Something like that. I love this mug. (laughs) Right? And so I made this film featuring this mug and my friend Leah Cole who stars in this film. It's, min- it's like two minutes long. Oh, my God. And, uh, and the, the soundtrack is just Foley. Wow. Um, okay. Foley and um, Mozart's Grand Partita at okay. times. <laughs> yeah. Sort of just like coming in Com- and out. Wow. Like a door opens. You just like hear like a little excerpt of. So it's almost like it's, oh. like it's all sort of background noise. Yes. Or sound. But it's very, it's background, but it's also just like part of the narrative yeah, as well. Yeah, like if it wasn't there, like it would be very obvious. Yeah, it would be very quiet. Yeah. It would be a very <laughs> quiet film. Extremely <laughs> quiet. <laughs> okay. I, so recently I was thinking about the fact, like the idea of like, covering whole albums just because like I know like there's this other group um, Heisenberg Uncertainty Players that like recently did like a whole show uh, dedicated to like Abbey Road because it was like the 50th is it 50th 50th anniversary of Abbey Road something like that Um, and I was like I like this idea of like covering entire albums and also just the idea of covers personally Um, and like the way people approach them is always like really different and I was wondering if for each of you, there was, if you had any, if there was any album, whether it's like pop or jazz or whatever, um, that you would ever want to like cover like the whole album and just do a whole show or a whole recording that is just that. Or if like there's anything that, any album that you would not necessarily like specifically cover, but like use as, as inspiration for like improvisation, something freer. Uh. Actually, yesterday I listened to Herbie Hancock's uh, Headhunters. Ugh. It's a great album. So I great. Forget, I always forget how good it is it's so good. until I listen <laughs> so to good. it. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that there are, like, some recorder stuff yeah. in there. And I was like, oh, I could totally see myself playing that part. Yeah. <laughs> and also another recorder at the same man? time. Watermelon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. All of Nextdoor Cafe is like, <laughs> what is happening in that cubby? <laughs> yeah, the whole time listening to that song, I was like, yeah, I want to I play this. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> would, you, would you cover it in a way that's like somewhat 
uh, that's close to the original, or would you get really far out? I feel like you can't touch that album. It's yeah, it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I were to do something related, it would definitely be an homage of sorts, um, or completely different. And I just take that one recorder line, that one kernel, and <laughs> use it. Oh as the basis of an entirely different album. It's the Grundgestalt. (laughs) 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 And also, um, like any song by Weather Report, I love Weather Report. Except for Birdland. I feel like that's another song (laughs) you can't touch. Don't touch that song. But there are other songs. Yeah, give it a shot. Is Birdland on Heavy Weather? Yeah, I think it is. it is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So great. Wow. Haven't uh, thought about them in a while. I know. I like forget about them periodically and then I remember them and I'm like, oh, they're so great. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> they have this great song called Orange Lady. I don't know if I know that one. Oh, I don't know that one. It's from their first album. Oh. I think it's from their first album. Okay. Don't wow. quote me on that. Okay. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> quote Zach. <laughs> <laughs> And it's Zach very nice. Said. It's really nice. There's like flexitone in it. Oh. And I think there's maybe even recorder. Oh my god. Your bread and butter. Lots of bass. What is what is flexitone? It's this percussion instrument that's basically like a a flat flexible flexible piece of metal. Okay. That you can bend, and on both sides of it are two mallets. Oh. That you can shake and it'll hit the the metal. Okay. And you can change the pitch of it by uh, flexing the metal. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's a very cool. distinct sound. It's really nice. Mm. Wow. And it's okay. all over on that first album, or no, it's or not. In that it's song. just like it, just a sprinkle here and there. Oh, okay. A sprinkle. <laughs> hey, <laughs> so light report. dusting of flexitone. <laughs> Naturally. That sounds awesome. I'll check it out. My? I think I've been thinking about, um, do you know the series happening at the Fulton Arts Collective? Oh, like like the the JR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't shared this idea with anybody, but I've been kind of cooking it up in my mind. And it's been happening for maybe like over a year. So mm-hmm. maybe I should do something. Maybe about it's it. time. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, people cover like great jazz records. Right. And I guess I that was the other thing that made me think of this question. Now sure, that I sure. think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's totally relevant. Um, but like you said, I I totally know what you mean. Like it's hard to cover these records because they are already like so perfect. great. Yeah, yeah, and so great in their own ways. So, um, you know, I've been trying to think of ways to to do that, but in a way that's that does justice or like that right. brings new light into the yeah. album. So um, are you guys familiar with like Michel Legrand music, like his his scores on no. films? And s- Wait, Michel Legrand? Maybe the film score. I'm not sure. Writer French. Um, what kind? What films has he done? France, French, <laughs> and not Fra- Canadian. French. Oh, I see what you're saying. But yeah, <laughs> French, French. Yeah, French, French. 
um, but yeah, so he's he's done scores for um, uh, the Umbrellas of Sherberg. If you do, you guys know that film? I've heard of this. It's got some yeah songs from that uh, film that became really like, I, popular. I think jazz my dad standards. was just telling me about this oh, film. I think film. he watched it recently. Okay, so it's the whole thing is it's a musical film. Yes, and it's like opera it's there's no dialogue it's all yeah song. but it's the score is so beautiful the whole thing is from start to finish is just like a dream you know <laughs> and it's like so french in the in the best way possible mm-hmm. and it and the music is just so gorgeous um so that would be probably like the biggest challenge for me to put that into like a concert yeah like I don't know if it should be done with some some kind of film right. reference. Or if or it like can stand on its own. Yeah, or Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it would be hard to um, realize that with, you know, whatever the musical ensemble that I come up with. Because yeah. Because, like, you know, the film score is done with strings and yeah. full big band and things like that. But to do that in a maybe, like, a much... A condensed with, yeah, kind condensed, of version. Yeah. Um, yeah, like that a quartet awesome. or quintet or something. How would that sound? Yeah. You know, and without any singing, right. could that be, you know, done? Right. So mm. I've thought about that. That's or really interesting. taking, yeah. um, you know, like Miles Davis has done some like great soundtracks mm-hmm. on, uh, on a French film and then also uh, a few other films, I want to say. Yeah, you would. You might know right? better than I. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, maybe like taking that ascension. Um, what is that called? The lift to the scaffold is one. Mm. Uh, a French film that he did a score for, and like the score is like really, mm. ca- for you know, for films. You know, it's very like kind of open, very yeah, a- uh, like abstract. Yeah, know, in, in its own ways, and um, like, what if I take that music that he that miles wrote for that film and then play it at play it at a more like um clear cut way or something i don't know yeah kind of no there are like so many ways that this kind of thing can be kind of reimagined yeah. and re- like presented in a different way and right right yeah or like do my own take on what you know how could this music be turned into something else or, yeah. or like be inspired by you know the film or totally Miles' score or something like that. Yeah. The yeah. film music, I'm, I'm really interested in, like, the possibilities yeah. of it. But without, like, ruining the <laughs> original beauty right, of it. Right, totally. Yeah. 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 I don't know if it's possible. You should do it, my Make <laughs> it happen. Okay. I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll have one person, at least. No! <laughs> <laughs> you will have more than one person. Oh, my gosh. I'd come. Oh my okay, god! Two. Yeah, yes. yeah. Zach and I will come. Okay. We'll bring posters. We'll I'll be like, "Yay, my!" Uh, <laughs> but only if I can do Foley. <laughs> <laughs> we film m- music plus Foley. <laughs> totally random. Oh Foley. my god. Okay, so another question I have, because um, I feel like I feel like people have different opinions about this of like when you're especially now that like engagement 
audience engagement is like a buzzword now and like we're all wondering how to get more people to like see our music especially when it's not necessarily like you know easily accessible like popular music um I, I i think like people are thinking more people in like art music and like jazz and, and that kind of thing are thinking more about like overall aesthetics when they're performing and at least i mean certainly i've been thinking about that a lot and uh and I guess I'm, what I'm wondering is if you had complete control over like a set of music that you were playing, whether it's like solo or with a group that you play with, um, like what is like an ideal set that you have in mind to present where, um, you know, you have control over like, uh, you know, if there's like visual art that's present at the same time if there's like other kinds of like not necessarily like easy to define art but like decor or lighting or like or if you had like some sort of like bass like soundscape happening when there's not music happening or or maybe while there's music happening who knows or like a smell experience like there's just like so many ways that I feel like we can appeal to people's like other senses besides just like their ear holes. Um, so <laughs> and, and if you don't think that it's necessarily important to have like an overall like comprehensive aesthetic experience, like it, I mean, I think there are probably also people who think that's unnecessary. So like if you think that way, you know, why? why do you have that opinion and any, sorry this is a really twisty turning question but um do you have like a dream set <laughs> wow sorry <laughs> i've never really thought about this that's okay that's okay that's a, that's a really good question though um i wasn't sure when i wrote it down if it was a good question so i'm glad you said that <laughs> <laughs> these are like two o'clock in the morning Audrey questions <laughs> <laughs> well I think that's a really keen um, topic because like you know I've, I've been thinking about the different venues that we play at mm -hmm. and what the venues kind of do for us or like for the like music. what they're bringing to yeah. the experience and yeah and what like the crowd at that specific venue you know like does to the music or bring into our playing mm -hmm. and sometimes when i write new music um i or think of like a set list or like you know the program for the evening yeah i think about i do think about the venue a lot yeah you know whether it's and you know the venues that i play like the elastic or California Clipper or yeah you know Constellation or wherever it may be it each place brings in different um, crowd and creates different atmosphere totally and while I do keep in mind about sort of um, creating or, or no not creating um, <laughs> kind of like bringing what would be, what would fit into the atmosphere. Mm -hmm. I also would like to add something that would sort of like, 
inspire people. Yeah. And that's like a hard, sometimes a hard balance. Right. You don't want to, I mean, obviously you want to like come there and like fit into that atmosphere somewhat, but you also don't want to like blend into the wallpaper. Exactly. Yeah. You don't want to be just. And that's a really hard balance, I think. Yeah. But that's kind of, you know, just like um, playing at an establishment. But, you know, if it's a place like Elastic, you can do whatever you want. It's almost like a, a, a. a blank canvas right yeah Yeah, it is like i you know sometimes there's like some art that's happening there right but i would say there a lot of times when i've been there too that there's like not a lot visually going on otherwise it's literally just like here's the space that like where people are playing yeah yeah yeah. and yeah and i i do question like if that's better for people's imagination while they're taking in our music yeah i can see both sides yeah or like would it you know inspire us and and the audience to mm-hmm. have something you know visually mm-hmm. engaging as well so yeah i don't know i it's okay if you don't have like an ideal yeah, set I, like i just kind of was don't. wondering where y'all's heads were at <laughs> do you zach um uh, i don't um but i'm just thinking about my trio zurl with ryan and leah and we do improvised music and we often don't even talk about what we're going to do before mm-hmm. mostly free improvisations um we don't discuss duration or how many sets we're going to do we just sort of play and it responds to where we are um what kind of room we're in and like who's in the room sometimes mm-hmm. um and that's kind of an ideal performance environment for me is mm-hmm. just to like have a place, have a situation where I can respond to where I am. But I think if I could dream a little with this, I would want to play with Zural in a space that is massive. So I'm <laughs> thinking like Millennium Park. Holy shit. Wow. And like being in the middle of Millennium Park and being amplified with like are you talking about being on the stage or literally being like in the middle (laughs) of the park in the middle of the park in the field yes amplified sound being sent through 52 channels or however many channels they have Mm -hmm. um and allow people to just like walk through the park Mm. as we improvise responding to where we are i think that's stimulating in a lot of ways um and just in general i find it hard to to get people to come to shows Mm -hmm. especially self-produced shows yeah it's i feel you it's really frustrating um and it usually depends on where i'm playing Mm -hmm. because where we play sort of determines like the type of people that will show up or how many people will show up um, and they're often looking for a type of thing. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, actually going to the people. Yeah. Going to like a public space. Yeah. Um, and performing in such a way that doesn't detract from the space itself, but sort mm-hmm. of complements it. That sounds interesting to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also a parade sounds interesting. Oh. Like a... <laughs> I haven't been I haven't performed in a in a marching band for a while but 
I like the idea of a marching band. Okay. Like a weird... A weird marching band. Marching band. (laughs) (laughs) Are we talking about like a very large marching band or like a small marching band or like a one-man marching band? Whoever wants to join. Okay. What about like baton twirlers? They're welcome. They are welcome. Okay. All right. No, I just like the idea of like moving musicians yeah um that makes sense and i understand that marching band music comes from like a very specific place (laughs) specific kind of tradition but like what if it didn't have to like yeah that's what i'm thinking yeah i feel you Mm. i think you do know the the group muka pazza Mm -hmm. yeah they do they do fun stuff um and wacky wacky stuff yeah um and now i wouldn't want to do muka pazza music but i would want to do like Sort of a free improvised thing. Yeah. Through a space. That sounds interesting to me. Yeah. Cool. That would be cool. I feel like if you had some place to size. Yeah. Like if you had Millennium Park and then you had a marching band just marching through Millennial- Millennium Park and doing like free stuff, <laughs> that would be really wild. <laughs> or so, like yeah. any really large space where like it's kind of like a. It is like a it's somewhat self-contained space, but it's very large, so marching wouldn't be out of the question. <laughs> like it yes. wouldn't just be like you're marching like from one end of the room to the other. <laughs> mm. Do you know? What I mean? Yes. <laughs> or you could do that too. You know, you could march through Cafe Mustache. Who cares? Exactly. <laughs> it's a wild world. <laughs> okay, I have another question. If there was only one other type of instrumentalist, you could instrumentalist. I don't know why it sounded like I said instrumentalists. You could <laughs> jam or improv with for the rest of your life. There was only one instrument, like like uh, it had to be like another person playing it. What would you want it to be? Like a type of person or a specific person? A specific, no, like a, a specific type of, like a, like a, a violinist or a flutist oh. or, oh. and it doesn't have to be a specific person. It's so literally a, an instrument. An instrument, yeah. I guess with, that's... With you. Yeah. With your Although I guess, I, I guess that's sort of a loaded question because it like really, I guess that sort of depends who's playing it a little bit. I've separated the person from the instrument and I should mm. not have done that. It was <laughs> foolish. I guess you could think of an instrument, but also like only if a specific person is playing it or not right Mm. i like the cello that is the right answer zach (laughs) (laughs) congratulations you happen to play the cello (laughs) (laughs) i forget (laughs) zach got it right he wins the prize did I do it be right? on every podcast from now on. That's the Am prize. Am I doing this right? <laughs> you get a small trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be the cello. It'd be the trombone. It'd be the double bass. All like quality lo- instruments. I like the lower instruments. Yeah. Sort of gravitate towards that in yeah. my own practice, too. Um, also play a lot of bass clarinet. Play a lot of bass clarinet, a lot of contrabass clarinet. Mm. Yeah, I like. I just like that kind of sound. Yeah, the texture. Mm-hmm. That 
that creates. And pl I play with cello a lot. Yeah. And well, your art boo is a cellist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, and I find it very easy to play with cello. It, like the clarinet and the cello. I feel like, like those are two. Range, yeah, those are two timbre. instruments that really go well together. I think. Yeah. And also, everyone loves the cello. How could you? It's true. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times people are like, that's my favorite instrument. Yeah. I'm like, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, I can't tell you how many times someone's been like, is that a piano? <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, it's really hard. It's the really hard day to day that I live. <laughs> Actually, everyone thinks I'm carrying a bass on my back. I think because... It makes my cello makes me look kind of small, <laughs> so they just yeah. assume it's a bigger instrument. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, it's a kazoo. <laughs> my, um, I think if I had to choose just one, it would be a bass, acoustic bass. Nice. Um, there's so many possibilities, mm -hmm. and I, I really like that the bass can do a lot you know yeah um especially with my instrument which is saxophone um i do feel a little bit in terms of like texture i think it's a little bit more limited than or limiting yeah. than like say like clarinet which i think texturally it sounds it's more malleable with other tones because mm -hmm. like saxophone is such a strong it is a, a much more tone. like direct sound yeah. i feel like bass sound like which is what i mean like when people write like bass concertos and stuff i'm like why did you why um <laughs> i love i love bass i think it's a wonderful instrument and honestly like i love hearing bass solos like in the context of jazz and stuff but it's just like i feel like the type of sound that a bass is is not like like it's not a direct sound it almost goes more like I'm gesticulating, which doesn't work for a podcast, mm. but like, it's it's like a rounder sound that almost like it just doesn't come directly at you. I feel mm -hmm. like but that's I mean, that's my opinion, mm. but sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're talking a, uh, upright acoustic. Yes. Bass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. But I have never played with the cello before, so I. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Are you OK? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> Um, oh, man. Should I even be on this podcast? <laughs> Am I allowed? <laughs> You're really bringing it down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it's fine. Um, but yeah, I would really like to explore the yeah. that texture. Yeah. Along with other, you know, textures. But Totally. Yeah. yeah. I guess our, our in our Venn diagram, it would be the bass. Yeah. <laughs> bass, bass is yes. the answer. Bass sound. Low Big cello. End. Is there... I don't know. Do we have any other like thoughts and feelings that we just want to like share? We don't have to. I just wanted to open the floor. I'm thinking more about Foley. <laughs> We're coming so, back to Foley. Yes. I think it's really interesting. Because um, when I was recording my album, that's when I realized about that. What do we call that in during the during recording is there like a technical term for like 
There's what, like ambience, background sound, like room sound, yeah, room room, sound. yeah ambient sound. Yeah, that's when I really noticed that mm. without the room sound, you can't. And if that doesn't sound the same, you can't really, you know. Totally. Yes. Splice. A lot of editing, in man. Here. Yeah. You're gonna have a hell of a time editing this later. You know, <laughs> a lot of time, like it's. It's consistent enough that, like, I, I generally... The only time when it's really been a problem with editing in this space is, like, when there's, like, the espresso machine and stuff, which I evidently see. there's not today, much to our dismay. But it's the little sounds that make yeah. that difference, right? It's like, true. Like, whether it's, like, yeah. somebody walking by or... It is possible, mm. and generally, at least when people are listening to this podcast, or at least they should be, when they're listening to this podcast, they're generally, like hopefully concentrating on what people are saying so like i don't yes. think they're you know i listen back when i edit and when i slice and stuff and and i don't think it's super obvious when i've done it here but i don't know it may just be wishful thinking mm. <laughs> <laughs> i may be just fooling myself <laughs> well you guys you guys i think i think this is the end thank you so much for meeting up with me and hanging out with me and uh, drinking coffee with me. It's been really nice. This Thank is you a, yeah, thanks for having, for oh having us. And nice of course. Nice meeting you. Yeah, you too. You. Zach. I just we like should, uh, we should we should play. play. <gasps> <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> Connecting people. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Zach good. And Zachary good. Uh, Zach slash Zachary. Um, and one. my <laughs> Either one. And uh, my Sugimoto. And um, you should look them up and go to their stuff and listen to their music. And, and yeah, it'll be great. Thank you, guys. Thank Happy you. summer solstice. Happy summer solstice to you. Yes.